Why do we struggle? I mean, so many I hear struggle with the most simple happenings in life. Now, unfortunately, I have the answer, which sounds cocky and maybe, yeah, pisses off most because there is an answer to all. And there is. Those things most struggle with. They all come from mind, fundamentally. And now one can discuss all the little struggles, like boyfriend, girlfriend, which outfit, why not? That politician said this thing, that party does this, that. That community is here and there. That billionaire did this and that. My boss went this and that. But why be so fragmented and absolutely away from the core root which causes all that feelings and emotions coming up by those struggles. It could be so easy to solve everything in one shot. But now we also have an issue joining a struggle, which is individual. And the issue is that religion tells you there is another, always another, whatever other. You can call the other Jesus, the heart, a light, a tree, the butthole of your dog, whatever. Let's remain with other. <laughs> Which shall represent an entity, therefore another object, bodily expressed. And that object, apparently, shall solve, when you pray and manifest, kill or gift for it. Do bad, but in the sense for good. I don't know, I'm listening to the one that is speaking and whatever it is, that I surrendered and the truth 
devoted to it is listening and is like dude you sound really like a mental hospital patient and now you know what's funny most of you and you know it I mean you can reject it and object it you can use hate against me or love falling whatever your hallucination would be it's just an illusion because you know it's basically where you are where you stand the thing is you stand still missing every natural movement there is there's so much movement going on if one just is absolutely absent from mind and observing and no matter how hard one tries and I'm speaking so I'm using words but one cannot put that in words it's, it's can play around, we can try. But it's a very difficult matter to put words on that, which can only be sensed. I'm not even sure it's an experience. Now we can say it's an experience because in the present, as if there would be anything else. But yeah, let's pretend there is past and future. You can experience. But yet, absolutely detached from all. Therefore, the mind and the body. One joins that which is nothing. A void of so much beauty. <laughs> so content and loving and it's so peaceful. There's no reason to escape or let mind do any mischief. It's actually very disturbing if mind comes up with thoughts. to disturb what is so you see it's very difficult to find the word every word has already been slaughtered misused for one's purpose <laughs> just to manifest the self whatever it is might call yourself the Christ, the Guru, the new dictator, liberant, revolutionary. It's all the same nonsense. It's just a very complex human, which out of complexity <laughs> makes it even worse. What is already complex and very much strangled 
all the time. It's also like philosophy, you know. Philosophy never wants to come to a point. And by a point, what I'm trying to express, translate into words, is to an answer. Which makes sense, because at some point there was never a question. Except if mind receives any importance or relevance, if you want to call it so. And therefore has an existence. And the issue is that Mind is never existing. Because mind always needs... And just look at all that nonsense you're partaking. Most of you at least. <laughs> but mind always needs boundaries, time and space, limits, a box, where it can sit in. <laughs> Why? Why would you sit in a box if everything is so unlimited, pure and absolutely true and so simple? Just, why? But yeah, apparently. There are individuals who enjoy sitting in a box they created. A prison made just out of mental activity. That's a joke, right? Now this might sound as abstract to you. So let's make simple, tangible examples. But in order to understand those simple and tangible examples, please, I invite you to use awareness and alertness. Because with mine, you will, you will not be capable of understanding what I'm about to say. A box is, for example, you're born. Gratis. <laughs> and then you die. Again, gratis. No argumentation. Not before, nor after. 
And yet you put yourself in a box argumenting with others, especially in your own bubble you create. Imagine like in comics, you know, this, like there is nothing actually, but then suddenly a bubble appears and the mind is having a self-discussion. Basically like a guy from a mental hospital, which <laughs> I mentioned from before. Interestingly. But yeah, let's not say you're mentally disturbed, right? Let's be kind and loving and just serve you whatever fits so you can follow this through and be my friend, right? Because that's how I get attention. And through attention, I receive something because everything I do and speak is just out of because I want to do something right achieve something and have friends and many fans and uh, what a bullshit you know I'm incapable of joining whatever has no sense it's just it's not possible because there is nothing to join you can relate, that's what people sell you with the example from before, with the boundaries and the box and you know, the rules and how-tos. And then you can relate because you paint me an image, which is yourself, the idea, the concept that uh, you're identifying with and therefore that's exactly how you follow and control and actually rape literally every free given moment and possibility to experience actual life with all those who could be involved entirely but you cut them in so many pieces because you only enjoy well it has nothing to do with enjoying, actually. You only want <laughs> and tolerate. It's actually tolerating, which is a crime. The, toler tolerating is a human crime. It's really something. People who tolerate should be in jail. Um, because basically... <laughs> To tolerate means, with the example from before, to actually cut someone else in many pieces, take only what you enjoy. You know, it's like there's a huge pizza, everything looks the same, but you will manage to somewhat say this slice looks different than this slice and that's why I want this because it has that more and so on. But out of that slice I only want that little... Uh, salami or if you're a vegetarian uh, tomato whatever is on it but there was a whole damn pizza <laughs> there was a whole slice it was whole it was really meant to eat to feed you to give you the essentials you need to survive in that sense something to join to make it yours not because only the way you want it, but maybe because the way it is, why it works. And then you have nothing to relate to, you have nothing to play, to imagine, to fight, to 
suddenly all the struggles we mentioned from the beginning and yes there is actually a <laughs> it's not abstract and it's not confused although it's very spontaneously spoken there is actually a basically red line you can follow <laughs> through that conversation if you're capable of keeping your attention without objection and rejection for that long that's not a thing which you already touched base right about the mind just taking what it wants and otherwise it doesn't and but if things are just pure and entire and you stop slicing it but join the entirety of it which is the true beauty of, of one or something and are capable to grasp it as one can say and then just unfold naturally to and with it creating suddenly no, not just an experience but that what most would call a beyond of time and space, of limitations, of fragments, that slicing, allowing the whole just to be as it, in that moment. And not just, I get this from you and then you can get this from me and that's why, I mean, that's, that's a deal. The issue with a deal is there is not even a true transaction happening actually. Because transaction is only valid as long as it joins that fragmentation and that tolerating, which is the same, right? We just made sure to understand that. So there's nothing to join in all of that. Now you will realize that every relationship most of you base is that that's what's called relationship something to relate it's not called jointship <laughs> or joint club it's always relating and as soon that you cannot relate to the image because uh, something changes which is natural and the truth about life is moving, changing, growing, ending. <laughs> and then you can't relate to it, right? Because you were related to an image that image was alive, it was around the way you wanted it because there was a deal and transactions and suddenly that person is dead and there's nothing you can relate to it and you get horribly mad have sorrow and cry and all the emotions and feelings 
for something which is so clear from the very beginning. And it was so clear that this would happen as a natural way. Now, the thing is, you have an image. Yeah, no, that person gets that old, that's a normal thing. And, well, is it or is it not? It's a fair question. Is it normal to get old? I doubt. It's nice to. <laughs> now, if we're, if we're having a discussion about nice too, well, it all depends again, right? If you're suffering from mind, not necessarily very nice to that's why certain people take another shot although someone else would take care of it just naturally but someone else and just jokingly saying whatever it is but yeah and all of this just because the image is not served how retarded isn't it I really see this as really, yeah, an act of retard or retards. It's really difficult to be capable of dealing with most persons. For a simple reason, as I mentioned, because people serve you an image. So a fake thing, actually, which they maintain with every means as if they would be fighting for life. For a thing which is never true. That's actually paradoxical and quite funny to observe. This I find truly funny. Because it's so enjoyable, uh, I see it really as humorous, how people suffer from something which is in existence, and then they even try to project the reality so hard on you in the sense of, but you have to feel my feelings. So basically, you have to hallucinate as I hallucinate. You have to be a mental retard like I am, because I have emotions, I'm a retard. So you have to be retarded as well. Hmm. And you know, I was joining such retarded states of mind. That's why you call it state of mind. A state is always of mind. It's never from nature. And this is why one needs peace from mind. So there's no state left. And suddenly, as I like to call it, as a main quote, there's nothing to stand for. And if you stand for nothing, well, what is then the option? Just are. You just are. Isn't this amazing? You just freely are. <laughs> and that sounds so horrible to so many, which 
I found, yeah, funny in some sort. <laughs> I wouldn't say it's the best joke ever. There might be better jokes. But it's just funny. But why would one wish to be in such a prison? I remain with just questioning why. Now to me it's very simple, I have the answer. I don't have the answer because the answer is mine. I have the answer because it's the same answer it has always been. It's the answer we are discussing together in a dialogue. Now, obviously, you're not sitting next to me. So you're saying it's basically a one man show, a discussion. <laughs> That's not a dialogue. How can it be not a dialogue if you're just basically a reproduction copying exactly the states that I described, which, whenever one is not free from mind, can only but be that state. And it doesn't matter how you call that state. <laughs> That's the fun part. <laughs> you can slice it as much as you want. You can reinvent how you describe that state as much as you want. It will still remain on top. Just a state. <laughs> it will just be a state. And the conclusion of that is that state remains always disturbed. So the outcome is always the same. Boringly, always the same. Nothing new to discover. Nothing new to dis to experience at all, actually. <laughs> it's not even any innovation or change or movement. It's just dead, repetitive, boringly. So why again would one relate to such images? Presented. Why? Isn't joining where one truly experiences and elevates, like is by senses and therefore can really enjoy what's going on? The whys and the hows just disappear because it's about what truly is going on. And as natural as it is unfolding and touching, now let's call it so deeply because from inside to the outer, 
Everything is one, including the one joining. There is no exclusion anymore. That's a joke about that inclusion trend bullshit most corporates and positive fragmented communities are misusing now as a new let's call it confusing act to never arrive at least it works with those who never arrived <laughs> that's actually how simple it is only they believe such bullshit. Otherwise, we debunk immediately. How can it be inclusive if I separate what you are? Like you're black, you're white, you're a woman, you're a man, you have big tits, small tits, big dick, small dick. You are a suit, not a suit. You are this, not that. And so, where is the inclusion in that? It's constant exclusion. <laughs> because first of all, you're already slicing that one into something, which means there's a judgment. Out of the judgment, you put it already in a corner, so you have a box. And then you say, yeah, but that box, we're going to put them in a whole warehouse of boxes. And now we call it inclusive. <laughs> So let me get this straight again. So I put people in boxes out of fragmentation, judgment. They proclaim they are free because they can live their little fragmentations or illusion, hallucination, whatever you want to call it. It's just synonyms. So stop making a perception, my perception, your perception. In grammar, it's called synonyms. Many words with the same root, meaning, and essence. So how can they be free if there are so many in boxes? Actually, every one of them. <laughs> they are in a warehouse, so again, they're not free. Inside a box, in a warehouse, so it makes it already two prisons. And the fun fact is the door is always open. Like, there is no such thing. <laughs> oh, wow, wow, wow. And this is apparently so difficult to get. I'm not sure what's so difficult to get about that. I might have a different accent or I don't know, but I'm using English words. It is English what I'm saying. <laughs> so don't pretend you don't get me. Don't pretend I'm not clear or, or, or I don't know what. We just came to a fact, very simple, dancing around all that bullshit and nonsense, debunking actually the mind to its core essence. Of uncapability to non-being.
So, what if nothingness is being? And actually, somethingness is just self. Funny way to put it, right? Just came now, naturally, spontaneously. I'm looking at it and it's... Uh, it just makes sense what came up now. <laughs> In a very funny way. I could not even repeat it, actually. Came so naturally, so out of the blue, the blue, the sky, the heaven, God. <laughs> well, let's say it's not God. But let's say it was godliness which is expressed freely and simple. Really freely and simple. And now, all this said, basically just a repetition which has been told so many times all over the world for centuries. I cannot even proclaim I'm saying anything new. What a pity, right? I'm not a thirsty. <laughs> Makes sense, my friend. I'm the born 40 billion, 60 hundred, whatever version of a human. We might be 8 billions right now on that earth. But fun fact is, have you ever tried to count up actually how many people die and how many people are born and then do that math let's say more or less with a suggestion of possible countings that have taken place with religions and you know all that stuff and then you realize how many billions already have come and left And the only reason there's something new is because the so-called <laughs> evolutionary generations, although there is even the internet, so for those lacking an intellectual, because reading a lot and memorizing all of that, to have a whole understanding of history and what has been going on and what was said and because and needs true, true, true great memory and interest in yeah, filling up your head with stuff which actually don't matter because when you die well, it was basically a waste of time knowing all of this since it's not happening anymore. No, it's going to happen in the future. <laughs> but you missed the now. Meanwhile, why not? <laughs> to do such things.
Uh, if you make it for a profession, fair enough. I mean, you know, that's the money-making part. We have to, right? It has no sense. <laughs> There's no point. <laughs> yeah, well, you do it because everyone does. No one tells you to do so. We're all so free, right? <laughs> We're all so free. Mon Dieu. As they say in front. <sighs> the beauty in all of this is actually... So many psychic would say it's depressive and here and there. Actually, uneducated would say that as well. But there's no depression in that. Because having the possibility to speak freely about this without. Calling out anything better or wrong. But just saying what is truly correct. Correct is something I cannot define, nor can you that. It's never correct. That's just positive or negative. <laughs> right or wrong. But in the whole sense, which is always clear, has always been the same. There is so much contentment and fulfillment. <laughs> Have even shivers right now, just when so naturally you can utter and there's nothing to win nothing to lose just is as it is can't gain something out of that but at the same time you can lose because of that Because when death is anyway the end road, where you can't take nothing with you, <laughs> maybe that is why nothingness is the thing. <laughs> maybe I let you discover for yourself what the problem is if you approach it by yourself will not discover that so maybe realize the self to discover being would be the true wording helping you or at least inviting not sure there is any help one can give but inviting to look at it for what it stands while using the right words and not the ones twisted just because they have received a marketplace to be used so. 
and people are used to that marketplace. <laughs> yeah, life is really, really just absolutely a great affair. <laughs> I really love how it loves. It is unconditional. Life never judges me. Only human do. You're just giving me everything for free without asking anything for me. So life must be loved then. How simple suddenly it is, right? The answer. Although there was no question, it just fell into this moment right now, instantly. So refreshing, so juvenile, <laughs> amazing. Wow. <laughs> Anyway, holy ways. Whatever you're about, enjoy. And whatever your mind, so the self, is disturbing your being. All you gotta do is mindlessly, since it is already full, otherwise you wouldn't have the self-concept and all the association through it. So your mind must be already full, so certainly don't use mindfulness. Use mindlessness to just look at it and don't try to do anything like don't take a decision don't judge it don't just absolute seeing of the entirety and then that little fragmentation tries to drag you in and tries to convince you there is one. And you can only but realize there is none. <laughs> There's no fragmentation. The fragmentation only can take a place if one wants to call it so. When there is belief. So the self that lies in order to create a time and space, which isn't actually. 
And that might fill your surrounding and moments, although even that is fictive. <laughs> However, and nothing is everything. So next, maybe, maybe I die before, then just make sure enjoying every given moment. <laughs> I'm just not the one leaving whatever it is. <laughs>